Habari, habari, habari. Welcome to the Tinanzuki podcast. By the way, habari is Swahili for hi. Okay, something close to that. Well, uh, this podcast can be had everywhere. Podcasts are had. <laughs> but listen, there is one place I'd love you to go to. That's Edify Podcast. Uh, sorry, Edify Network. That's E-D-I-F-I. And the people over there, we call them the Watus over there, uh, they'll be more than happy to also engage you and lead you to other fantastic podcasts like this one. This one is the Tinanzuki podcast. And on the show today, uh, today's episode has a fantastic guest. Oh my God, you're going to love this one. Oh, you're going to hear about her story as well. Very sad. No, not the Kleenex kind of, I'm going to cry my eyes out kind of stuff. No, but very touching. And then you're going to find out what she's doing with lots of people around her. That's pretty cool, huh? So let's jump right into it. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And you look Tina. so nice. Thank you. Unbelievable, Mike. Thank you so much. This, this lady doesn't age. <laughs> I don't understand. Can you tell us, Siria Rembo Ikoapi? Grace of God. Come on now, somebody. <laughs> but then you can check her out this morning. She is on, she, we are live on www.palradio.co.ke. And uh, we're just excited to have her. Well, you know, trees, some people say Teresa, others say Teresa. So what do you want to go with? Teresa. Teresa. But be comfortable. Be comfortable. Teresa. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Kenyans, we found one. Mm. Teresa. I know we connected a few years ago, but uh, maybe some people don't know your story and they're probably like, oh, she's got a story. We want to hear about it. And uh, I, I don't know, where, where should we go ahead and start with? Are you doing good? You're doing well? I'm well, thank you. <laughs> I'm very well, thank yes. you. I'm so honored and I'm so happy to be here oh, and to reconnect God. with you again. You're going to make me cry, girl. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. But listen. Let's go ahead and start. We know you as um, the founder and the CEO of Clean Start Kenya. Mm -hmm. This dream, where was it born from? It was born in prison while I was serving a one-year sentence yes. as a first-time mom with my little daughter, three months old, at Langata Women Maximum Prison. Okay, you understand you're saying this smiling? Yes. <laughs> now. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. Now. What, what year was this? Do you want to just track with us on the story? Yeah. What year was this? Yeah. So in 2011, mm -hmm. I was um, convicted on 4th of March, 2011. Okay. Uh, I had just been blessed with my firstborn daughter. Uh -huh. And there we went, riding in the Kenya prison bus. What had you done? Lanata. Good question. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. No, seriously. I'm so serious. I was not guilty mm -hmm. of what I got convicted for. Because a lot of people say, uh, everyone in prison says, Here I am with this same story. Are you allowed, are you allowed to talk about the story? Yes. Okay, go ahead. So uh, I was a banker. I yes. worked in the banking sector mm -hmm. for a decade. Yes. And we paid out close to 10 million bob. Mm -hmm. And uh, the customer comes a month later and says, mm -hmm. no, mm -hmm. my no 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 i'm missing 10 million shillings in my account and we're like no but you you you, you withdrew this cash yes he says no i didn't and so investigation started and about two and a half three years later yes after trying to really prove that i didn't yes I end up being convicted. But the thing is, within those three years, you know, I was asked to bribe, I was asked to cut, you know, meet the prosecutor and the arresting officer behind the scenes. Oh, wow. They also did tell me they knew that yeah. I hadn't committed this crime, but someone had to carry the cross on behalf of the bank. That's what the arresting officer said to me. And so they chose you? And, 
literally his words verbatim you have been handpicked to carry the cross on behalf of the bank no way it, yeah crumbling bricks <laughs> like what yeah it looked like a movie like yes. a horror movie actually what yeah what did this do to you at that particular time you you just had a baby mm-hmm. uh you, your husband did you call somebody who did you call him who was the first person you called and said this thing has gone south my dad oh my god i was so traumatized i was so heartbroken i was so numb the trauma was too much so i just went numb it's like you're in a daze you're like this is not for real you can imagine. like you know i didn't do this and you're going ahead with all this charade yeah and so who's going to like vindicate me so where do i go these are the courts of justice mm-hmm. it was so tough so now sitting in prison is when i'm thinking okay i'll appeal but you see now when i'm in prison is when i'm meeting thousands of women who are also saying to me mm-hmm. that's our criminal justice system and i'm thinking okay so you don't get justice in courts so like reality started unfolding to me but wow. when it was too late yes while i was in prison what did your father say to you i thank god so much for my dad because he said to me we've got to stick with what is right wow uh, you know and at that point when you're so confused mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you want to get out of this mess that you're finding yourself in mm-hmm. you could easily waver yes but he really was my rock mm-hmm. at that time and he led as you know mm-hmm. the head of the family and he said we're going to do what is right we're going to go through this yeah. and he said to me this is very difficult yes but stay focused uh don't get swallowed by air, all the hula baloo right right time will pass you've been sentenced for a year but we're going to get through this you know like stay focused and stay true to what is right not not to mar or or or, or mess up his his reputation but mm-hmm. your spouse at that time yeah was was there any help coming from that end as well very supportive okay very super duper supportive fantastic yeah 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 when the gavel fell mm-hmm. and you were or you were you had the chart the sentence mm-hmm. um what came to mind immediately did did you try plead because you had a child at that time i did and at that point, I was first as like, which country am I in? Oh, Does Teresa. justice exist? Am yeah. I a Kenyan? Hmm. Does justice really exist? Mm-hmm. Like you can go through the court system and you're innocent and still end up in prison. So a lot of thoughts going through my mind. Mm-hmm. I felt silenced, very, very silenced because oh, yeah, anything yeah, I yeah, say yeah. didn't matter. Right. Um, very let down by my country. Very, very let down. And... Um, just wondering so what's 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 the future going to be like right. i've worked so hard at school worked so hard at work mm-hmm. you know been a, a, a law-abiding citizen yes and this is how i get paid back like so if you do right in this country it really doesn't matter mm-hmm. so i was better off paying bribes you know yeah, yes instead of yeah no wonder everyone is like you know how things operate in this country oh. you just pay some bribes and you get off the hook and so a lot of like confusion what mm. my parents have brought me up knowing yeah. mm. and now you know the reality i'm facing yes so a lot of confusion and then of course as a christian you're wondering okay where's so god where's this god <laughs> like his overall yeah he's a god of justice right i've prayed okay so man can fail mm-hmm. but so how is this god failing now i know and you've been a christian for how long at this time all like my this... life like 13 years at that point oh, man so i'm thinking okay so what's what's going on yes honestly yes. at some point i thought or i have died and now i'm in hell <laughs> so 
you know, like you try to make sense of what, what am I doing in this hell? Because prison is hell, literally. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to make sense of, you know, it's at that point. Mm-hmm. Nothing is really making sense. My goodness. So act, it took me a whole three months in prison to start now, like thinking straight. Do you have your baby with yes. you at this time? She's with me. Trying, I'm, I'm Did, trying to breastfeed and it's so difficult. Did the thought of I need to leave my baby somebody cross your mind? No. She was my life. She was my hope. She was the only thing that made sense to me at that point. So I was going to cling on to her with everything I had. So later on, now that you're out, would you have, do you think maybe I should have left yeah. that bit? Ba- yeah. 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 Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, you know. So you're in prison. Mm-hmm. You've got a three month old baby with you. Mm-hmm. You found other women in there because you are Langata Women's Prison. Yeah. You found them there with your children. With their what, children. What kind of talk or advice were they giving you at that time? Oh my goodness me, like, just relax. Relax? Relax. Okay, we're in prison. Exactly. (laughs) Relax. I'm here for 20 years. I'm here for 15 years. I'm here for life. I'm here on death row. You, you're just here. You're just here for a year. It will pass. I've done eight years. I'm thinking, what? So my perspective starts changing. Yes, yes. I won't die. No. This is doable. I'll come out of this place alive. And it's a year. We can do this. And the women were so supportive. I have never found community like I found community and genuine love like I found in prison. Today. No, you're serious right I'm now. A hundred percent. Like vulnerable, open, no masks, real life. Be- is, is it because of, of the system? Is it because they're behind bars? Is it because, because they get broken when they're in there? What happens? You know, you've got nothing left. You've got nothing left. The only thing you have Mm -hmm. is humanity. You know, out here, there's just so much we're crowding humanity with. My title, Mm -hmm. where I live, Mm -hmm. what I eat, Mm -hmm. where my kids go to school. There's just so much hula baloo. Yeah. (laughs) But in prison, there's not, you've got nothing. We're all on the same level. Mm -hmm. So the only thing we could offer one another is love, mercy, grace like humanness humanness i love that humanness and that's what i found in abundance so you must have made friends you must have made friends like real real and have you kept real friends have you kept in touch with them till today they're my community now they're my community now who what you see is what you get yes there's not nothing behind the scenes and oh, yeah, go on. What, what 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 actually really struck me was, mm-hmm. you know, I came into prison thinking I shouldn't be here. I've been falsely accused. Mm-hmm. I need to get out of here. I don't. How how am I going to survive with these criminals? Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I find a ha- hundreds, literally. Yes. Like a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, mm-hmm. hundreds of women. Yes. Like me, like you, in prison who shouldn't be there. I actually started feeling. Why did I judge before I even got to understand? And that's the thing. We judge before we even know the story. We come up with perceptions. Yeah. The more I got to learn their stories, yes. the more I felt so ashamed. Oh, Teresa, no. Because when I was getting in, I was like, I don't want any one of them to come near me. I don't want any one of them touching my daughter. And I'm like, my God, they've been through even worse mm. than I have been through. A woman has been trying all their life. Mm-hmm. So they missed a play. They did secondary school. They missed a spot to join higher learning. Yes. So they started making ends meet at that point. Well, 
me and a bunch of us got into higher learning and life has worked for us mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. woman has been trying to make ends meet with lack of opportunities over and over again wow got wow. into an abusive marriage mm -hmm. they're a victim of circumstances mm -hmm. and this is where they've ended up not like a criminal but trying to make ends meet you know i felt so hundreds of them yes like i yes. would say 30 percent are the ones I would say literally deserved to be in prison for correction. Like you murdered, Mad you yeah, stole, yeah. you went doing bad things to other people. Correct. You conspired to do those bad. You deserve 30%. to be here. You know, 30%. 70% of the, those ladies should not, should be, in not there. be there. This tells us a lot about the, the justice system in the nation. Mm -hmm. But w uh, like uh, many of our listeners are in this morning, someone is wondering, you had a three-month-old daughter when you went in. So by the time you're leaving, your child was how old? She was almost a year because my sentence got reduced. And w they're wondering what, how your daughter was affected mm -hmm. by your being imprisoned mm -hmm. and if that has continued to date. So it's been a lot of concerted effort mm -hmm. to see to it that it doesn't affect her negatively because okay. it's a negative and mm -hmm. you know very uh, shameful and embarrassing situation mm -hmm. and especially for a young girl that's growing up yes. it can really hit you on the negative direction yes. yes so one of the things i keep saying to her is the why the why i chose to do what's right right uh from her name oma she's called oma oma means truth ah. and i keep saying to her that she'll epitomize uh truth yes uh, and justice in her generation come on a lot of counseling a lot of you know you parent very um how do i call very consciously yes uh so that it doesn't affect her because her brother mm -hmm. who's now eight yeah keeps saying to her so your first birthday you celebrated it in prison no, you grew no. up so you know asking her questions like how was it growing up in prison no and i can imagine these are the same questions she'll get from her, her from yeah. her you know other colleagues at Correct. school yeah so you know just explaining to her the why mm -hmm. uh exposing her to the work i do and the yes. impact that it has yes uh even for other little children Yes. Uh, who are growing up in prison, what we're trying to change. So basically painting the big picture mm -hmm. so that by the time, you know, she's a teenager yes. and this is coming her way, Correct. she's built, uh, you know, the, the, the resilient muscles. Okay. So I'm very um, conscious on how I parent her and how I prepare her yes. for what's coming ahead. Okay. But so far, mm -hmm. we're doing great. So, Teresa, you leave prison mm. and you're back into society. Yeah. Who did you go see first? my parents <laughs> oh. did anyone meet you as you're leaving the day yes 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 yeah. uh, my, my my family actually yes. was there yeah. a few friends from yes. you know that i for my colleagues in the <laughs> banking sector <laughs> uh but you know it's funny you ask ten, yeah. looking back now 10 years how i was running with that oh. gate open oh. and just looking like is anyone coming back to, for yeah, me? to stop you from yeah, going to take me back <laughs> like you know and the way i just you know they want to run to me and they're happy and ah. me, i'm thinking let's go let's go start the oh, car man. I, I would run and leave a, a, a burning <laughs> prison burn it yeah well well <laughs> So you get out, you see your family first. Yeah. How did you settle back in? It wasn't easy. No? It wasn't easy. The stigma was too much. Oh, yeah. Too much. Mm -hmm. I think uh, to date I can see, mm -hmm. you know, people really do not know how to handle or deal with people coming out of prisons. You know, to date? The fear. Yeah. You think? Yeah, the fear mm -hmm. um, that, you know, people have got these narratives. Uh, the, it's the criminalization of that space. Yes. So 
people don't really much to do with you. For me, it's turned around. Right. But I can still see it happening for a lot of individuals coming out of prisons. But the stigma was too much. Can't get a certificate of good conduct at that time. Uh, you can't get a job. You know, you're so broke. You're Why in is the it minor. so hard? Um, you know, there are no structures in there place. No, in place. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are no structures. There's, it's 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 like an afterthought. Oh, you're there. People coming out of prisons. Oh, you people are there. And whose job is it to set the structures in place? Uh, the the it, it falls under the Ministry of Interior and Coordination. Correct. That's the mother. Uh, the mother tree. Yeah, the mother ministry. Yeah, that that but, needs to take care of that. But, but now it's people like you exactly who that are, are doing, doing that. It. Yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing, absolutely nothing. You come out of prison, you're on your own. How you'll start and begin life, you're on your own. So because of what we've been through, mm -hmm. so those are the kind of things now we do. You know, hold yeah. your hand when you're leaving prison. Yes. Ensure that you know you've got food, you've got a place to stay. Right. Because honestly speaking, if you've got nothing like you're going back in you're going to the streets right what do right. You, you expect of this person who has no food no place to stay correct sleeping on the outs uh, outside mm -hmm. they'll definitely try and steal something to 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 feed themselves surely so now we are out mm -hmm. we've made it out of prison yay thank god yeah after one year mm -hmm. uh were the wardens nice to you did you make they good were. friends with her oh with my them? goodness they were yay it's, 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 it it was all purpose you know we we had amazing relationships with mm -hmm. the wardens taking care of my daughter taking care of the other children uh taking good care of me yes. um Little did I know that I would be coming back for us to continue on that journey. I thought Hiya. Snapitia too, uh -uh. but <laughs> they were kind. It they was not good. a pito. Mm -mm. It was a, you know, people, I know the Bible says this too shall come to pass. I tell people it shall come to pass. It did not come to stay. Mm -hmm. uh, but I thank God you went through what you went through. Yeah. So now mm -hmm. you're out. Mm -hmm. Where in the world did you get the idea for Clean Start? So the idea, you know, after leaving prison, you know, it's, one thing when you leave, you get freedom from a pit, you know, where you're yeah. all locked up and you, you've left. Yes. You kind of feel goodness. What about those? It's, it's, the taste isn't good when you remember all those Are you left, left behind. Yes, yes. Like I wish you could also experience that freedom and that Correct. and the justice that I have experienced. Mm -hmm. So I had it in my mind that one day when one I day. have rebuilt my life. Yes. Someday I'll go back and support them. And one way or the other. But I really didn't know what form that would be. For and, me, yeah. it was, you know how you think of CSR? Yes. You know, I thought yeah, it would be my CSR. Be CSR. Yes. yes. And how, how difficult was that, the rebuilding part? Because oh now you've come back home. W were you allowing people wow. to visit you? Wow. Were people coming and taking selfies? They look what are you, you know? Oh my goodness me. It, it was, was hard? Hard. Hard. You know, I'd lock myself in my room. Oh my gosh. Tina. Or move. You know, I thought prison was tough. Rebuilding from zero you know you you you've built a life right you've built a career a right. name yes and now you're coming back to rebuild from shame finger pointing mm -hmm. you're literally a beggar like to move from one point to another either someone has to drop you or to offer you bus fare or to food you're a hundred percent dependent like I need food, Yani. You, you've been so incapacitated, and you know what makes it even more difficult is mm. because you know I don't deserve this. No. I had worked so hard to build my life; it's right. all been washed away, right? Literally, mm -hmm. it's not like I can knock on any door to get a job because everyone's like, 
uh, your CV, certificate of good conduct. Right. How do you start explaining I'm from prison? Yes. No one even wants you anywhere near, near them. It was hard. Was the same for your daughter? Like, would she try and make friends and everyone is like, my You've come from yeah. prison with your mom. It's what, even her. She you was know, just a baby. But you see, she's grown up into a world of scarcity. So I even understand. her own socializing, oh. mm -hmm. like sharing. Yes. Like there's plenty. You know, she'd even grab, you know, food comes on the table and she just starts, you know, what she had learned and mm -hmm. seen in prison. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're teaching her afresh. Correct. That the world operates in abundance and you know it's not the scarcity that she right. grew up in right in prison mm -hmm. so and and I, I i can imagine it's the same for her because it's a whole different journey for her yes it wasn't her crime it wasn't like what is this my mom got me into mm -hmm. you know it's a know. whole yeah. different journey for her yes compared to me but you can imagine it's a whole generation of children who accompany their mothers to prison so so mommy it's, is here. She's trying to get past the stigma of watus. Mm -hmm. uh, the the child is also trying to get past the stigma of the kids pointing at her. Exactly. Who held your hand at this time? This is where now you say, yeah. uh, you know, to somebody yeah. who, yeah. who held your hand and said, listen, yeah. let's take your lesson mm -hmm. and turn it into something. My mom and oh, my dad. Thank God for parents. And my siblings. Thank, thank God, God for siblings. For family. Yes, thank, thank God, God for, family. for family. Okay. They were there for me every single day of that journey. Mm -hmm. And when I looked for a job and couldn't find, they were very patient with me. And I finally came and said, you know what? I want to start an organization mm -hmm. that will support all these women that I've met along this journey, but also where I can also find myself. And they said to me, we will support you if that's what you want to do that phrase where i can also find myself yeah where you lost at one point yes i was what self were you looking for the teresa before or the one that you thought should have been before the this incident happened tina i was just looking for meaning meaning of life mm -hmm. meaning of all that had happened to me what was this all about that's all I wanted to figure out because I couldn't go back. That was so clear. That bridge has been banned and banned completely. I wow. couldn't go back. I couldn't go back. I couldn't even try to recreate mm -hmm. what I had envisioned for myself and my life. That had been banned completely. So I needed a new vision. I needed to make a new meaning of life. Right. And that's what I was really deeply searching for mm -hmm. and for God to just make it clear for me. And all I decided was set up this organization yes. step by step as I support the other women, hopefully find myself and find meaning. And is this where Clean Start began? Yes. Why did you call it Clean Start? Precisely to give myself a clean start, but also to offer millions of other clean starts mm -hmm. to other people who are in the same situation that I was in. You know, Teresa, they say, what good thing can come out of jail? Yes. It's seated right here. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's seated right here. You want to give us a glimpse of um, Clean Start? What was the year you started? 2015. Mm -hmm. I registered Clean Start legally. And... <laughs> Kiara, Kiara is listening. They're like, aha! 
it's okay. We are it's in okay. good books oh, with Shonda. Come on now, I people. Thank God we pay all our taxes. <laughs> we are clean, <laughs> audited accounts. Everything is perfect. I love it. So love I'm grateful it. for that. Yes. And um, we start. We we held our fat, first meetings mm-hmm. at Uhuru Park. At Uhuru Park. At Uhuru Park. Who did you host? The women. So I'd call the women. Mm-hmm. I'd call strategists. These who had left jail. Yes. Okay. They'd been released. So. Yeah. Okay. And a few friends who I knew would listen to the plan and the vision. Mm-hmm. And I said, we don't have, we have zero shillings, but we have a vision. All right. We're going to restore our lives with dignity, with esteem, with Love hope. It. Yes. We're going to find meaningful work mm. for you. We're going to live a successful and victorious life mm-hmm. and we're going to have a clean start and the organization is called clean start of course the first day the women were like my goodness what are you talking about oh. we don't even have bus where to go back home but that's where we started and i, I told them this will be our spot we'll be meeting here yeah. we'll be having our meetings here yes. we'll strategize here and we started right and we started with the faith-based organizations because that was the easiest mm-hmm. place so we'd go give our talks explain what our experiences were like in prison and mm-hmm. the kind of support that we would require and we find support yeah. but that what's so funny is that the first office we held along koinanga street mm-hmm was donated by a church member who had our story one day when we were sharing. Oh, beautiful. And we got our first office along Koinanga Street. God bless Maxwell Kihara. Hi, Maxwell Kihara. Uh, Yes. We had our first office. We had our laptops. And the organization started growing. Right. And um, within two years of being at that office, Mm -hmm. we had institutional funding, we had individual trust funding. Mm-hmm. The funding started coming and you know what? Mm-hmm. We'd go into prisons, give hope to women, uh, prepare them, train them yes. for life post-imprisonment. Started looking for jobs and speaking to the corporates about why they should care about people who are coming out of prisons and right. offering them jobs. Um, and that's one arm of Clean Start. So like service delivery to service those who are delivery. impacted. Yes. But then there's a second arm of systemic change because as long as we do not reform our systems, the process continues. They'll still go get the next innocent person. That sounds, and, that sounds very hard you know, it's to do. It's very hard and it's long term. We know this is for the long term. Because you can mm-hmm. imagine, Tina, these systems have been in existence for 50 plus years. We mm. inherited this from the Brits when we gained our independence. Oh, the British. Let me tell you something about them. So we've got yeah. a lot of colonial era mm-hmm. laws yes. and systems and way of operating, even mm-hmm. the way our prisons rehabilitate and so on and so forth. Yes. It's a long shot to overhaul the system. There's a way the police operate. There's a way the judges operate mm-hmm. and magistrates. But you, but you see, we, we're seeing a lot of change. Yes. I mean, the first woman, uh, Chief Justice. Yes. Honorable Martha Kome. Yes. You know, there's a lot of goodwill happening. There's a lot of change that's happening. So we're hopeful. Even though we're in this for mm-hmm. the long haul, yeah. but we're hopeful. You know, I hear a lot about the women, but I have a question. Mm-hmm. What happens to children yes. of ex-prisoners? Yeah. What happens to them, especially those mm. that not only were birthed in the prison, mm. but also grew up and matured in the prison? So we have a program 
specifically for these children. Right. Because 90% of women who are in prisons mm -hmm. are mothers mm -hmm. and single and sole breadwinners of their children. Okay. So when mom is in prison, there's no one else mm -hmm. taking care of this child other than mom. Okay. So we train first the mom on right. how to take care of the child. Right. We also, in this program, make sure that this child has nutrition, education, early childhood development is taking place while this child is in prison because yeah. the first a thousand years form the foundation yeah. of a human being. How, how difficult is this? Especially with children that are um, children that are being raised by women that were in prison and the children themselves were in prison. What kind of challenges have you had so the putting the system in place? Mom is traumatized. Oh gosh. Mm. And she's dealing with her own issues and yet she's got to take care of this little young child. Or children. Or children in yeah. prison, literally. Yeah. Or is in prison with one child and has left two on their own on, on the outside. Yeah. Remember, she's the sole breadwinner. Bread mm -hmm. And she's been caught up in a mess trying to fend for these children or protect these children. There you go. And now you're telling her, focus, we need to take care of this child because after the first 1,000 days of this child, the foundation has been formed. Okay. So we must focus and make the best of this time. Yes, yes. It's really tough. Secondly, mm. prison is a controlled environment. You right. don't walk in and out with all the luxury that you want. Their rules, their regulations have to be followed. Exactly. Yes. So you can't bring every other thing in prison. Mm -hmm. Thirdly, it's very under-resourced. Okay. Very, very under-resourced. So you're making the best out of very little. So the bare minimum is, is what is available for you. I tell you. So la we are talking lack of what essentials lack of like diapers so lack of soap lack of vaseline yeah. lack of even water sometimes is a challenge let me tell you our prisons need a lot of support from government from the corporate sector from individuals faith-based organizations why do i say that because they are on the receiving end mm. of a broken system i mean i have a warrant i must admit this woman and the child but I don't have enough bed space. I don't have enough resources to take care of them. Teresa, in the time when you're in prison, you didn't think of prison break? You, rem you remember? <laughs> I mean, didn't you just think, blow a hole in this wall? Let's get some ropes and pull down My that goodness. grill. Don't even dare. <laughs> the guns all over. The, I know. Oh my word. I'm, I'm, every, I'm just kidding. For every but, woman, there are like three, four, five wardens around. Wow. I don't even dare. Wow. It's tough. It's it, it, it does something on your mind. So your system does cater for children as well? Yes, we do. Okay. Uh, and we've gotten a lot of support to cater for the children, to support right. them while they're still in prison, mm -hmm. to prepare them for life on the outside. Then remember, mm -hmm. Tina, mm -hmm. there are some children who will have to leave prison and leave mama behind still serving their, their term because they're only allowed to be in prison up to the age of four years. So once the child is four and your prison sentence was 10, 20, whatever years, this child has now to walk out of those bars into a world they have never even imagined of. What if there's nobody on the outside to receive this child? Where does this child go? Welfare? In most cases, there's no one. So what we do is we look for the maternal, maternal grandmother, wherever it is they are. Ooh try and locate them and take this child there but we try as much as possible not to institutionalize the child again and even if mm -hmm. they'll be institutionalized 
in a children's home or mm. in a home where you know they take care of children yeah. will try and make sure it's not for a very long time, time. so yes. that they can start living a normal life, life. outside of a yes. controlled institution yes yeah 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 so we're wow. always on the lookout for support with dignity packs for the children mm-hmm. uh uh, essential such as foodstuffs. The right. good thing with prisons, they've got an open door policy. Okay. They say to clean stuff, if you can find food stuff for the children, unga, dengu, rice, yes. bring. We yes. will cook for the children. The child has no... Has Anna no Makosa. Anna Makosa uh, uh, so mm. we're always on the lookout for, for, for food stuff, for diapers, for yes. whatever it is we can find. And then we've partnered with people like Kenya Pediatric Association, thanks yes. to Dr. Angela Migoa, ah. Dr. Susan Wamithi. So there are visits that yes, are done. Exactly. This is beautiful. Yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. actually hope. So we're looking now beyond the bars. Mm-hmm. Social skills. Yes. Some of them may be forgotten while in prison. Yeah. How do you reintroduce them so we, we start we start that process while still in prison so you've okay. got like three months mm-hmm. towards your being released from prison right you'll be surprised that most of these women are actually sad because she's thinking when i leave where am i going we did our yeah but yes. you know we hold their hands and start giving them the skills training them and preparing them we've got a program called the ufunuo program oh come on so now. that's a revelation Aye. we're trying to reveal to you yes. an amazing vision ahead for you okay life has not come to an end there's an amazing beautiful life yes post these bars and yes. we'll hold your hands you know post imprisonment yeah and so what we do is ufunuo program now eight weeks they go through this program it's it's got pro it, the curriculum has you know visioning right forgiveness right uh uh, your story you've got to control your story your mm-hmm. narrative mm-hmm. Be- be- before you're given other narratives mm-hmm. uh, so you know the eight curric- the eight courses in that ufunuo program then on the day of release there's a woman at the gate yes. waiting mm-hmm. for you because again a lot of these women have no one coming to pick them on their day of release yes you'll find a clean start woman waiting for you oh, at the gate beautiful we'll go with you to the supermarket mm-hmm. pick unga pick you know milk mm-hmm. whatever you will need for the week mm-hmm. uh, before you you know start figuring out where will my food be food coming come, from yes. so we shop mm-hmm. take you where is it we can take you you know we've already worked that out yes settle you in and then journey with you i love that in mm-hmm. what we call circles of healing mm-hmm. and then once you're you've been through the circles of healing for about three to six months We'll support you start a business. So right. we give every woman 15,000 bob this year alone, 2021. What? Yes. We've supported 87 women this year. Please watch out to release. Hey. 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 Ate? Come yes. on now, that's what I'm talking about. To start your own business. Right. So we'll get, right. you know, the stock. It could be your selling clothes, it could be a, a green grocer, it could be a beauty space, oh. you know. But we'll make sure that you've got a decent means of livelihood. Now, t- yeah. Yeah. Now, do you go to, to all, I mean, to most prisons around the country or yeah, do you focus on only one? No. We're in, first and foremost, we're working in 17 counties out of the 47. Good we stuff. We hope that we can get you know across the country yes and we our our programs are in depth in 23 women prisons mm-hmm. out of the 43 so we still have 20 more women prisons to go to yes we need each and everyone's hands on the deck yeah to support, all hands on deck this yeah, is good yeah to support these women begin afresh
Oh my goodness, I've had such a great time on this podcast and I'm hoping, of course, one more time you'd be able to call a thousand friends and ask them to subscribe and check in to the Tina Zuki podcast. I've had a fantastic time on this episode. I'm hoping to catch up with y'all next time on the Tina Zuki podcast. And remember, two heads are better than one but not on the same body. Adios!